So so before uh, before we just did this recording, the fourth attempt, uh, you were talking about um uh, going on this trip. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot. I know how to bring it up again naturally because it just yeah. So <laughs> uh, so yeah, my girlfriend and I were going to a wedding tomorrow, um, and her mom's coming along, and I like to listen to podcasts, but I can't do that when I have other people around because it's just I, I, I'm not gonna pay attention. It's like trying to listen yeah. to an audiobook. I, like, I, I can't. Yeah, I can't listen to podcasts when people are in my car at all because and I I can't really do audiobooks. Like I I can only like read books. Like I I, I bought a. I bought one of the High Republic books, the Star Wars one, the uh, Light of the Jedi, because mm-hmm. I first tried to listen to it through Libby, which is like a free uh, library like app. Where okay. As long as you have a library card, like from where you're at, you can like upload you can, like upload your library card to the app, and you have instant access to all that library's like audiobooks and. Books. Oh snap! That's awesome. Yeah, so it's like a free way of going around like Audible and stuff. But it's like they only they only have the stuff that your local library has, so you can't get more than that. Oh, I mean that's still cool the the fact that you're able to do that. Right, but like I I try <clears> doing audiobooks, I'm like I can't do it because it's not like a podcast where like a podcast is like sectioned off. So like if you're not paying attention, it's okay because in five minutes you can just jump back in anyways. Yeah, right. With the audiobook, like you miss a crucial detail and like oh man, I think I missed like four hours ago and just had a payoff. And it's like ah, I wasn't listening so. Anyways, what I was saying was, I, so I made a playlist of like, you know, like a mother suegra approved <laughs> music. Como puede enamorarme de no, ti? See, no. I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't do pure Spanish music because then it becomes super obvious. It super <laughs> obvious what I'm trying to do. You know what I mean? Oh. It's, a little, it's a little too on the nose there. A little too on the nose. I get it. <laughs> So I, I did the I did the slow jams thing where I put uh, some Marvin Gaye, mm-hmm. some Luther Vandross, hey. a little Anita. Ooh, so it, well, it'll definitely set the party off right. You know, <laughs> no, but I was. What's I, you I gonna, like, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? <laughs> well, 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 So like, I put I put uh you know Lionel Richie right? I put of uh, course you know Running with the Night. Do you know that one? <sighs> no, I don't think I know. Oh, it's such a good song. It has, like, I probably most, do. Yeah, that's the thing where with with Johnny when I usually have Johnny on, where like I'll sing a song and he's like, you know, I was like, oh, you don't know that song? And he's like, yeah, I know that song, but it sounded nothing like it. <laughs> or or I'll know a song, but I just don't know the name of the song, you know. But I know right. the melody, or I know like a like the hook that's, or, yeah. or a verse. Yeah. Or so that, but then I'll do the song. I'll like kind of like hum it or do like acapella kind of like uh like you know just like make the sounds of my mouth and people are like no that doesn't sound like that I'm like oh, so i put on you know the song never too much luther Vandross. never too much never too much never too much <laughs> i love that song so i kind of just put like general like as inoffensive music as i could put that i can still like jam out to so nice some earth wind and fire uh, cool in the gang, you know, cool in the gang. Of course, Madness, yeah, okay, so just a couple of things like that. Joe, do you, you're a big music is a huge part of life. Like, is there any songs you think I should throw in there just kind of to mix it up? That'll, 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 uh, slide right in. Um, just like some feel good kind of like, you know, makes me want to bob my head, tap my foot kind of stuff. Uh, Loretta by Ginger Root. Okay. That, ginger root. Yeah, Loretta oh, by ginger root. ginger root. Not exactly what I expected. It looks like a looks like a young Asian teenager. And it is phenomenal. Trust me, you will not Loretta. be disappointed. Whoa, okay. It's like Loretta. the number one most popular one under. Okay. Yeah. Loretta. It's a great, great song. Um, that's a great song. 
Uh, that's uh, you know, Heat Wave. Yes. Uh, take time to tell me that you really care. Oh, why don't you do um? Why don't you do uh? Baby, come back. Oh, that's a good one. You can put it all on me. Who sings that? Who sings that? Uh, it's um. Oh, oh Vanessa Hudgens has her own version of that. Oh, like. does she? Yeah, um, which one's Casey and Jojo? It sounds familiar. Casey, oh yeah, yeah. Casey and Jojo has one too. They're singers. Not, they did. Ba- baby, it's real. This feeling. Oh no! You trying to think of it? I will the, never find another love. Fresh, be, yeah, I was thinking of the all oh, my life. They sing that too. I would. That's it. That's the song. Okay. Anyway, so that's what. Okay. Yeah. You got some good variety. You got some good variety. You got some good Anyways. Stuff. I'll shoot you some more later. I would appreciate that. I would appreciate that. But this is not a music podcast. At least not entirely. As much as I try to make it to, John won't allow me. John won't allow me. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another weekly, semi-weekly at this point, mostly weekly episode mostly weekly. of the Duo Sense Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Andrew Rusco, joined by a returning guest. The a prodigal son has returned to Duo Sense. Johnny and I could not make it, so here he is. I'm trying to remember. Don't 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 tell me. He is no Tom Cruise, but this minority has a report to make. <laughs> his lyrics are immaculate, and his staging, it's accurate. Welcome back, Just Joe. Just Joe. Hey, woo 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 tassels. <laughs> 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 Joe, how does it feel like when you're when you're on a pod, but you're not you don't you're not weighted with the burden of hosting? You know what? It it's a it's a huge weight off my shoulders. Uh, so much so that I wasn't prepared. <laughs> I wasn't Clearly. prepared. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, the, the, our podcast is on hiatus right now. We took a couple of weeks off, finished mm-hmm. the season. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm in Nashville right now, and uh, I just didn't see a reason to bring all my stuff with me. Country music capital of the world. The country music capital of the world. Is that why you're there? Is it for country music stuff? Uh, no, I'm here. Really? No, I'm here. Um, the the shop here needed some help because a lot of their team is out and about. Um, so they. Oh, you guys some have help. a branch out there? Yeah, we have a branch out here. Oh, um, okay. so I'm helping them in the warehouse, but then also, uh, they have a job that needs help in Atlanta, so I'm here to kind of like oversee that everything gets taken. Yeah, yeah, that everything goes from here, packed, ready, down to Atlanta, and then I'm going to Atlanta on Monday, no, or Sunday, Sunday afternoon. I'm going to Atlanta, and then we're gonna take care of that job down there. So, and this is all like last minute stuff because uh, I didn't know I was gonna do this until what's today, Friday. Friday, Wednesday, July. Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. I found out that I was going and I was on a plane at 8 a.m. the following day. <laughs> so does that mean your uh, your staycation is over? Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Whenever I think of Atlanta, I'll, in my head, ATL pops up and I always think of TI for some reason. Hey, so. of course, because ATL. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. A little quick ASMR for the folks at home. Just real. Ooh. Uh... Double dose of that. Ah, got a little. What is that? It's what is this that? is a blood orange lager. The 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 Rattler. 
by grapefruit. It's okay. by by two pitch brewing. Two pitchers, sorry, two pitchers brewing. Here. So so no know. one's receiving there, basically. No, definitely nobody's receiving. <laughs> <laughs> Love <Double> it. <laughs> yeah, pick this up. So I'm gonna give it a shot. So that's right. grapefruit, so it probably tastes like squirt then, right? Mm. It's absolutely delicious. Wow, this is really good. It's uh it's like one of oh. those like IPA kind of things or something. It's a lager with a bit of grapefruit juice and a hint of blood orange. But that is that is... like one of those like regional things or like Yeah, I think so. No, uh, well. It doesn't say where it's brewed. Oh, San Carlos. Yeah, this has to be just you regional. know. Yeah, it could be. Anyway, yeah. All right. Really Jay. good. Let's get into it. We have a couple of news, uh, just general uh, gaming culture stuff. There's some, I mean, it's we're like in the middle of July, post uh, not E3 season. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, we got four things to talk about. Uh, we're going to cover, and then we'll talk about what we've been playing. If we've been playing anything, uh, I have. I don't know if you have, but we'll find out. And then we'll go to our newest <clears throat> segment, my, what I'm looking forward to the most at the end. <laughs> For right now, sir, let's get started. We have our first article here uh, from PlayStation Lifestyle. It says, Sony partners with leading eye-tracking company, Toby, for PSVR 2. Now, before I read it, Joe, Mm -hmm. are you a big PSVR proponent or not? Uh, Well, I do have the PSVR. Um, uh, You know, I got it when, I would say, within a year of its release, I got it. and. So early and, adopter? Yeah, I was an early adopter, but since I got it, what, it's been out for five, six years now? I want to say, maybe? Like five. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been about five years, and I've probably only played it like 10 times, maybe 15 times. Is your son, is your son not into it? Or? He's Yeah, he, he's he's a little more interested in it, but it, it is still very glitchy to me. Like, uh, just, the, just the move controls aren't aren't the best uh so i although i do love it and i'm you know i'm a big consumer i love tech so for me the psvr was fucking was well sorry was fantastic was great to have but in execution it could have been better but it's still what it is for the price you know so then you might be interested in learning about this article then about some improvements it says leading eye tracking technology firm toby has announced that it has officially entered into a partnership with sony for psvr2 eye tracking back in february toby revealed that it was negotiating a contract with sony leading to speculations that psvr2's development isn't as far along as previously thought however Mm. it's possible that sony's working with a number of partners Toby's statement on PSVR 2 eye-tracking partnership says, in a press release, Toby said that it will receive upfront revenue from Sony starting in 2022, so right now. Right now. And it looks like this figure is quite significant because the company claims it will represent more than 10% of its revenue this year. Dude, quote, due to the rapid evolution of the VR industry, revenue uh, contribution guidance beyond 2022 is associated with significant uncertainty, reads a press release. Consequently, at this point, Toby cannot provide guidance on the revenue potential beyond 2022. Let's see, PSVR 2 still doesn't have a release window, let alone a release date, although Sony has been drip-feeding information about the upcoming system. We recently got our first look at PSVR 2 bundle contents via a developer, so it looks like mass production has begun. Currently, the PSVR 2 is speculated to release sometime in the quarter, first quarter of 2023, missing the holiday season, but Sony hasn't confirmed these reports. 
In other news, God of War Ragnarok release date fiasco has resulted in developers being her. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll probably talk about that in a little <laughs> bit. But uh, entitled people, entitled people. Uh, so I don't know if okay. I thought the articles would be more about it, but if you, I don't know if you've seen like all the tech that's supposed to be in PS PR, PSVR yeah. two, uh, Joe, yeah. where like it knows like the eye tracking, like it knows where you're looking. Yeah. So what they're, they're going to have is they're going to have uh, some games kind of already do this now. Like Horizon <laughs> does a thing where it only focuses all the processing power on whatever the camera or the player is looking at. Mm-hmm. And the stuff that's just out of focus is like pre like not even rendered all completely. So oh. if you just imagine like this cone of view yeah. <laughs> that renders quickly. And then everything outside of that is just a massive blob blur blobs. Yeah. So the cool thing about this eye tracking technology is like they can know like where the, you know, the retina of your eyes like looking. And then that makes it easier to shift those resources to where it matters and mm. kind of offload the burden elsewhere and at the same time that means you can also probably do like button prompts with just your eyes like you know how that would be amazing so you know like how sometimes when you like if you've used a vr where you have to hold something in a certain and there's like a circle yep. that kind of fills mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. like if you just do that with your eye it'd be so much easier make it even lazier yeah that would yeah that would make it a lot easier wow so this tech this tech is pretty uh joe were you saying no that, that that's pretty awesome yeah, and then did, have you seen like how the controls look, where they actually track each individual mm-hmm. finger? Yep, yep. That is dope. That's what things, I'm super excited about. Yeah, because it makes things like way more like tangible. Like that kind of looks weird, but you get what I'm saying. Like you're able to hubba hubba. Homer. Oh yeah, it's hotel. Hubba hubba. The freaking hotel employee. But, they don't make yeah. the Simpsons like they used to. They don't. They don't. Like they change all the writers over there. Yeah. Uh, after the first ten years, anyways. But yeah, so <laughs> you can uh, like you can actually grip things like tangibly, right? And you have the haptic feedback where like you're in the headset, so yep. like the vibrations in your head and stuff. It's all cool. I just want to make sure because honestly, when when uh, they did uh, what was it, state of play, like earlier last month wasn't it last month yes yes yeah so state of play was last I mean, today's month. july 1st so yes last month i wasn't incredibly impressed with what i saw it kind of felt like i was watching some psvr stuff um, it was well it, they did say a lot of it would be focused on psvr like ahead of time yeah yeah uh, no, no 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 i mean like but but psvr too Right. oh yeah yeah i'm sorry yeah on the yeah. next gen so stuff, for right. me so for me it was it wasn't incredibly impressive as far as visually so i'm hoping that you know all these other features compensate for the lack in in just visual graphics yeah know? i mean yeah because the current vr uh a lot of the games you play on there you can tell like it's not the best resolution at, if at all if you played um star wars squadrons like in vr mm-hmm. there's like when there's a lot going on, like the frame rate chugs, chugs, like and when heavy. it does that, it doesn't like line up with what you're feeling or seeing, mm-hmm. and so like it, it kind, I think that kind of contributes to the nausea that a lot of people play when like when they play VR and they feel like nausea for too long, yeah, because the frame rate, it like it doesn't, it's like when you get seasick, like what you're seeing <laughs> doesn't match what you're feeling, right? Exactly. And so that's why any game where you're like, if you're not like in a cockpit setting in VR. It, there's you get not, a little nauseated i think because like, playing resident evil 7 on vr is so hard so hard to play i wouldn't do that i i, I tried that <laughs> and I, at the first jump scare i'm like nope i'm, I'm i can't i can't i, I play I, the game normally i couldn't do it in vr i think i played maybe three hours of it 
like continuous and is it, it just is like the mind even, body connection not lining up yeah they, it doesn't really like i mean it's scary as hell because you're like immersed in it you know especially if you're if you're wearing like your headphones um like your uh over the ear headphones like actual yeah. headset like a headset yeah um it's incredibly immersive but it's just the controls are hard to use sometimes like aiming all that stuff like even moving around because you're using your control but you're moving like your head around but it's you're that mind not, body you know? disconnect. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I got you. So yeah. I think, and so like they said, like the next iteration of VR is gonna have like I think way more resolution per per like eye or per frame mm-hmm. or per yeah. you know, lens. And so that when it overlaps, it's gonna be like kind of like both of them combined. It's so, like the sum is greater than the individual parts. I'm hoping so. Yeah, I'm hoping. And then with you know with better hardware and stuff, the frame rate, the actual like processing is gonna be much better. So it'll be a smoother experience. I, 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 I think it was like two months or a month ago, Johnny and I, we we did a story about someone who got to try v, the PS the new PSVR iteration at like, I don't mm-hmm. know if it was CES or something, but they were talking about like how like such of a smooth experience it is now. So Oh, that's wonderful if it is. So the biggest, I think they focused on the biggest issue, which was that and reducing the amount of cords. And mm. it seems like, it seems like it's at a good, in a good spot right now. So I, I think one of the things, one of my gripes with, with the VR is that I have to wear glasses so it's incredibly hard to wear glasses and put the VR headset on. And you kind of have to have your glasses on or you won't be able to see clearly. Because it's cool. Because, yeah. yeah, there's like a little, there's an adjustment where you can adjust the lens. Yeah. But it does, like for people like me, who both eyes don't match, you know, it's like I'm it adjusting it, it, but it's only yeah. doing it. It's, yeah, it's, it does it for both at the same time. Now, if you could adjust left and right, that'd be amazing because then now I could really focus it. Yeah, but, I think our, our cousin Brian told me the same thing where like he's like, oh, like I like VR, but like, man, it's just not comfortable with my glasses. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense because you're wearing like double the lenses, basically. <laughs> and you know what sucks is that a pro- a probably a lot of the developers wear glasses, too. And they didn't think like, yo, I wear glasses. I should make a headset that will accommodate my glasses, you know? Right. Like, if you're going to be immersive, it's fine, but just make room. Make room for the glasses. My issue is just, like, because, I, because you know, I'm a, I'm a chubby fella, so I radiate <laughs> a lot of heat. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they fog up a lot to constantly, like... That, too. Like, readjust me. Yeah, so that's my issue. But, like, right now... Right now it's like su- summer. It's hard for me to play VR because I, I sweat a lot. Like I can't play Beat Saber. It just fogs up too much, and I'm just kind of <laughs> like, I'm just swinging around. Like I'm like Luke with like the blast shield down, kind of. <laughs> you know what I mean? So sweat in your eyes, and you're like, ah, oh, it stings. Exactly. <laughs> but anyways, I, I, I'm sh- they're making a lot of improvements on it, so I'm looking forward to trying it. Hopefully, it's. I not mean, that I'll probably get it. Yeah, I'll probably get it. Honestly, like. And then, and then Gavin will have a VR in his room, and then I'll have one in the in the living room that never gets yeah, used. Yeah. Family can play Beat Saber all together. <laughs> all right, next story, Joe. Next one, uh, written by Tanner Fox over at GameRad says Sony may be working to make old peripherals compatible with modern PlayStation consoles. It says mm-hmm. in the wake of Nintendo's announced plan to shutter the 3DS and Wii U eShops in 2023. More attention is being paid to video game preservation. And while some gamers are content to embrace the current culture of remasters and remakes on modern hardware, some see a distinct need to resurrect retro software and hardware. On that note, Sony seems to be taking steps to ensure that legacy PlayStation content still has a place in the gaming space. And a new patent 
suggests that outdated PS peripherals could be made compatible with modern hardware in the near future. A patent filed on June 30th, 2022, so that would have been like two days ago at this point, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, by Sony Interactive Entertainment, titled Systems and Methods for Converting a Legacy Code into an Updated Code, outlines a video game emulation process that Sony may potentially employ in the near future. Full of technical jargon, it's not easy easily deciphered by those not in the know, though one interesting addition comes in the form of a diagram that apparently outlines methods to emulate software that made use of old PlayStation peripherals like the iToy, the PlayStation Mouse, PSP Go, and something labeled a, quote, legacy card reader, end quote. It's hard to know exactly what Sony may have in mind, but this does seem to indicate that official emulation of legacy PlayStation content will one day be so thorough as to include physical memory card support. That sounds so meticulous as to be almost unnecessary and... Coming from a company that apparently opted to forego PS3 emulation on PS5, it doesn't seem like a priority. Still, memory cards were an important part of the 5th and 6th gen console, I'm sorry, console generations, and aggravating as they were, some gamers might argue that there is value in returning to these old school traditions. And then, like, I can't share it on, on, I mean, I could share, like, screen share, but, like, the, Mm -hmm. the audience won't benefit from it. Basically, there's, like, a diagram that shows, like, a, you can imagine all these boxes with like lines connecting the boxes once they sell processor. Like a tree, yeah. Yeah, like, a, like kind of like a like if you if you're yeah, like a family show, tree, yeah. Yeah, like a like a like a like a storyboard kind of mm-hmm. a story tree kind of thing, and like it shows like a there's like a mouse, there's like a PSP Go, there's like the eye toy thing, there's the the card reader thing for like the different memory cards, like the inputs, and yeah. it looks like a. Oh, and like it looks like the Blu-ray remote from the PS3, kind of. If you remember that, yeah, I have it. Oh, okay, so the, you know what yeah. I'm talking about. It kind of looks like that, and yeah, so yeah, it looks like it looks like a patent with the official like kind of like the blueprint kind of style, right? Like right. And numbers and stuff. So, uh, that's pretty much what three. it says. Yeah, exactly. Well, it says Fig 14. Actually, you're really close. It says Fig 14, but uh, yeah, that's what it is. Uh, Joe, do you still have a lot of legacy hardware lying around? Um, I have an iToy somewhere. Okay. Uh, I do. I mean, I have all my consoles, even the ones that are broken. Like I have, like the 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 first gen PS3, the one that had the card reader built into it. Oh, the sixty gig model. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So I have that. Um, it still turns on, but then it turns right back off. Oof. So I mean, I have that. I have a PS2. I have controls. I have, uh, I have a bunch of stuff. Um. As far as consoles are concerned, but too many peripherals, not just probably an iToy. I definitely have some PS, uh, the the cameras. I probably have three of those, hmm. and then a couple move controls. As as far as like uh, mouse, a mouse I don't have. I never really got into getting all those because there weren't really any games that I was interested in playing using that. Did you? Uh... <clears throat> Because Johnny used to have this. I don't know if you ever had this. Uh, there was like a SOCOM game where you could like yes, speak you, yep. commands. And, did you yep. have that? Yeah. Yeah. Had that. That's cool. That was a PS1. The What was it? Two. It was PS2. PS2. Yeah. yeah. SOCOM. Yeah. I remember it. And it actually like knew what you were saying. Like you could like mm-hmm. choose like the the pre, like the phrases and stuff. It just yep. say them and it would like, like go here or whatever. Exactly. That That's was cool. crazy. Like at the time, that was crazy. You were like, oh my gosh. What are we doing? This is crazy. I'm interacting with the game. <laughs> but uh, 
I, I mean, I'm excited for this because I still have memory cards, you know? I was about to ask you, like, what, is there any games where, like, I can finally finish this or I can go back and uh, load this file? I, it's just loading files again, like Castlevania Symphony of the Night. You know, I have old saved games from, like, when you would grind in on, on Street Fighter Alpha 3. You know, the, the old Metal Gear Solid save files. Um, uh, all the... All the uh, all the RPGs that I would play, Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy 7, 8, 9, 9, um, Final Fantasy 12 for the PS2. Like, yeah, there's a bunch of, no, no, was it 12? Yeah, 12 for the PS2. Like, now I have, I've, I've purchased the remakes or the remasters of right. Final Fantasy 12, Zodiac but I'm age. not about, yeah, the Zodiac Age, but I'm not about to, like, replay all of that. I had, like, 90 hours on my save file. And if I could... Thing. Yeah, if I could access that again, ah, oh, I would be so happy. And uh, and the other thing that I've been asking or I've been hoping, I haven't been asking anyone, but I've been hoping that they would eventually <laughs> like, do. Excuse me. <laughs> excuse me somebody. <laughs> no, but the the was being able to being able to transfer your save like your PS PS3 save files that were on the cloud. Mm-hmm. Which kind of doesn't make sense that you can't do it because it's already a digital file that's in the exactly. cloud. Like, I've already saved it into the cloud. Because you could transfer... I think there was a device for transferring from PS2 to PS3, right? I think there was a device. Yes. But but the one I want is the PS4. I mean, the games from the PS3. So, if you have, like, the little little fight, the little thing, the chip reader thing or whatever, couldn't you just transfer it that and, like, transfer it to computer? Or it doesn't work that way? I mean, you can. You can transfer it, but you can't access it. Like, Like, say, for example, we got the new PS Plus Premium, right? And it has access to all these games. Okay. Now, you know what I mean? Now, the uh, there are a lot of games there that I had already played. Yeah, but it's not compatible because it's been like... But it's not compatible. Exactly. Yeah. So if I could take my site, my save files from the PS3, another great example would be they just re-released and remastered uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the video game, right? Why Why wouldn't I be able to grab my PS3 save file and bring it into that? You know, I already had, I had already upgraded all my like maxed out all my characters, their skills, everything, you know. So if I were able to transport that same thing with Castle Crashers, Castle Crashers, I put so much time into that game. I haven't thought about that game in a long time. And then they they, they release a remaster. And I'm like, dude, if I could just import my if I could import my saves, they would save me so much time. And then I just get a better, better, you know, updated graphic situation. Right. But I don't know. Maybe I'm hoping. So if this is a sign that maybe they're they're gonna start allowing you know importing these old save files, I'm so in for that. I'm I hoping. So yeah, I'm hoping that means that you'll be able to just like outside of PlayStation Plus or whatever, like eventually begin to emulate like older games. Then that'd be phenomenal. It'd that be would phenomenal. Be, the only issue I could think of is like having to like renew like all those licenses or whatever, like like games that they can't just add to the because like you know that studio doesn't exist anymore or you know stuff like that. They should allow the option to like okay like like now you know the software update now your PS Five you know I'm sure has the potential the cap the cap capabilities of like turning on like a PS Two emulator for reading disc. You know what I mean? At least it should. That'd be great, man. That'd be great, and it and. I don't know. I, I think so. Sony may be afraid that they're going to... I don't know what they think they're going to lose by 
doing that. It's not like we're we're gonna stop buying games. It's not like we're gonna stop buying consoles because now we have access to our old library. If anything, right. if anything, I'm gonna become even more of a fanboy for the fact that Sony's letting me grab my old stuff again and let me play that old stuff. So I'm just gonna look forward to the next console release because I know that they're gonna be, they're gonna allow us to just bring everything there too. Like by you chance, know, yeah. By any chance, Joe, did you, did you did you change your uh, PS Plus subscription at all? Or did I did. I got the premium. Yeah. Okay. So did you go back and play any, like the PS One era games? Or I did. Well, I haven't played any of the PS One era games because I just haven't had time to. Okay. But I but they have Civilization Revolutions. And I love that game. Is that the one with like Napoleon on the cover? Like... Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. I, I absolutely love that game, and it's it was a it was off for me because that was the first time I ever played like one of those real time strategy games. I think I I think I have that one downloaded on my Vita. I think it's on. I have it on Vita. I think. Oh, I played. I played if I had it on Vita, I would be playing that shit all the fucking time. No, yeah, I think I have it on Vita because I think it was one of like those. It was on the Vita store one. I don't, I don't know if now if it's still there, but it was. And I play. I sunk like hundreds of hours into uh, Civilization Five because that game is so much fun. But, yeah, it's funny because I really love that game, but I haven't played any of the Civilization games past that one. Really? Um, okay. Yeah, and I don't know why. I don't know why. Five think... is five is really good. Don't play six. Six, no one likes six. I don't like. Oh, six. really? Yeah, five is really cool. Five is like because it it, it kind of scratches my that history nerd itch mm-hmm. that I have, where it's mm-hmm. like you choose your country and your leader or whatever, and like here's all the passive bonuses for this leader. And then like, you're progressing through the ages of history and like, Oh yeah. Right. Access to this technology. But like, Oh, you need, you need to get this other thing first. Like you need animal husbandry to learn like horse riding and horse riding yeah. to get like uh freaking uh, like knights and stuff like cat, mm-hmm. uh, cat uh, cavalry. Yeah. It's where cavalry. Yeah, cavalry. So like all, like how everything's like interlinked is just really cool. That's really awesome. Good. It's a really good series. But. I was like, I always wondered why, what, what the difference was from, because obviously I guess it's, it's like a spinoff of the civilization series. Like, yeah, it's not one of the main uh, series. Ones. Yeah. yeah it's, so it's a simplified version of civilization. That's what I thought it was. Um, that's why I was so apprehensive to play any of the other civilizations. I'm like, I feel like this is a dumbed down version for the gamer bro to kind of like understand what civilization is, but I loved it. I loved it. And I, like immediately once I once I got premium, um, I was browsing through everything, and as soon as I came up on on revolutions, I was like, I immediately started playing it. Like I, I didn't even think. I stopped everything else and just started playing that. And I and I, I I just ran through my whole campaign, and it was like a maybe like a four four or five hour campaign. <laughs> That's the dangerous thing about Civilization is I would play when I played Civilization Five. Like all those hours I racked up were not intentional. It was just yeah. like one it more turn, is. one it's more never, turn, yeah, exactly. And then before you know it, it's like, oh, it's three a.m. already. Like, oh man, exactly. Man, that's why my eyes are hurting. Like, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> like, I have that itch right now. Like, after we get off here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna just see what happens. You know, it's fun. It has a, a like very fulfilling kind of like game loop where it's like this thing is ready now. It's like, oh, if I wait a few more turns, then this next unit's gonna be ready. And it's like, yeah. there's always there's something to kind of like that. It's like that carrot on a stick kind of thing, just dangling. Like it keeps you going and going. Exactly. Oh, that's why it's so addictive. Because you could be all, okay, you're like, I'm done for the day, about to get off, and then poop. The next turn, something, an achievement happens. Discovery you're like, technology. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 You're like, all right, well, let me take care of this. Did, I guess I could wait for ten more turns. Now, did, did you unlock trophies for it? 
Um, or does it not have trophies? Because some of the PS1 games like Ape Escape have trophies. Like, even, Ape Escape uh, even has a platinum. Ape Escape 1. You know what? I, I, I honestly wasn't paying attention. Okay. May, maybe fair. there are trophies. Maybe there are, but I'm, I'm not. Because for me, that's the main draw where like if they can like we brought in all these old games like okay whatever but now they have trophies i'm like oh Ooh, okay. it's the like the one <laughs> that meme thing. yeah that, that one meme the vince mcmahon meme where it's like oh, oh or he's just reclining his chair like, <laughs> being able to play ps1 games <laughs> oh <laughs> it's like ps1 game and it's like it's like updated or whatever upscaled like, model upscaled like, oh it's like trophies like oh. trophies oh. <laughs> he's like falling backwards <laughs> That's, that's a good way of putting it. Oh man! I think for the main, the cool thing for me now is that I've been meaning to play a uh, Dead Stranding, and it's included on there. Like the it's PS5 included. Version. Yep. So yep. like I can finally play it. Same for me. I'm gonna now that now that I have it, I, I have access to Guardians, so I'm gonna p- probably play play Guardians. The Galaxy. Yeah. Have you have you not have you not played that game? I haven't played it. Oh. It's so good, Joe. Really? So, I'm gonna, so I'm gonna get into it. Right. One of my favorite games from last year. Such a good game. Nothing to do with Avengers, that Avengers game. Nothing to do. Okay, Com- that's complete, fun. Complete 180. Okay, okay. I'm, I mean, I am gonna check it out, but uh, we'll we'll talk about it when we get to uh, yeah, 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 what yeah. we've been playing. We'll get there. We'll get there. All right, Joe. Moving on to our third story. Third, third out of four. This comes from way of IGN, written by Ryan Dinsdale. I forgot to. I haven't been saying the names, but it's not a big mm-hmm. deal. But you know, I like to. No, you yeah. did. You did. The other one was like a. I forget did the I other guy's the name? name. Yeah, you did. You. Oh, I did say. Names. Okay, yeah. I remember now. Tanner Fox. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Tanner Fox. Says, so this is like a funny thing. This happened, I think, earlier today or late yesterday. I think it was today. But anyways, it's kind of it's it's not an announcement. It's kind of just a silly thing a company did. EA makes fun of single player games. It says the internet does not react kindly. A joke made by EA's official Twitter account making fun of single-player games did not go well for the company, and the internet's reaction forced the company to address its mistake. Getting on board with a popular meme, EA tweeted below, They're a 10, but they only like playing single-player games. Joe, before I keep reading, Joe, do you know, are you aware of this like weird meme that's going around? Yeah. It's like, no. they're a 10, but and then there's like some kind of like caveat or, caveat or something. They're like a 10, but they watch the Kardashians or something like that, right? <laughs> so it's like, it's like visually they're like amazing, but like, oh, but that's like a one imperfection or something, right? So that's kind of like the meme that's going around right now. Uh, it says the tweet in itself was a little odd given that EA itself publishes plenty of single player games, including Mass Effect, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and The Sims 4. Mm-hmm. But what started as perhaps just a poorly chosen joke escalated once the post gained traction. Twitter users, including the head of EA's Respawn Entertainment, Vince Pella, YouTuber Jacksepticeye, and the Game Awards host Jeff Keighley, all shared in the disparagement in the replies, while plenty of others made fun of and criticized EA in retaliation. Some tweets compared Jedi Fallen Order with EA's multiplayer Star Wars game Battlefront 2, which was heavily criticized when it was launched for its microtransactions and loot box system, mm-hmm. while others pointed out that EA has recently announced a remake of the single-player Dead Space and another single-player game, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Excuse me. I can't wait for them. The mostly negative 10,000 quote tweets <clears throat> and nearly 9,000 replies prompted EA itself to acknowledge the blunder. Four hours after the original post, the company tweeted, Roast, well-deserved. We'll take this L, because playing single-player games actually makes them an 11. That's oh, my God. So they had to, like, backpedal, basically. They're trying to put out their own fire. Fucking idiots. It's That's why nobody like, likes you, EA. 
Joe, I mean, there's not really, I mean, there's not much of a story story here. It's not like anything to get excited about. I, I just, I, I felt like I just had to talk about it just because it's like gaming related, like culture wise. But I think it's so funny how like, if you actually see some of the tweets, like where Vince, uh, the guy who's ahead of uh, Respawn over there, like he just put like a face palm emoji basically. <laughs> Cause like, Hey, like I, we work for you. We make yeah. single player games. Like, what are you trying to, like, what are you trying to say? You know what I mean? Like, uh, like, because who's you know, handling your account? <laughs> Right, right. I mean, that person got fired today. It's usually just like some <laughs> random PR, you know, intern who's just kind of, you know, it's like when you give a kid the keys to a car, it's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that kind of thing. He got, he got fired today for sure. You think so? <laughs> no, probably not. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. There's like other, like, you know, accounts that, do, you know, brands that step in things they shouldn't step into and then you get in, you know, roasted. Absolutely. But, uh, what'd you, what'd you think about this, Joe? I, I, as, because EA does have, like, you know, like, they're basically saying like, oh, people should play multiplayer games is what they're saying, right? But like EA yeah. has that history of being like predatory when it comes to like multiplayer games. Like uh there was um okay, it's not EA Blizzard, right? They put out that Diablo mobile game, that newest mm-hmm. one, uh, Immortal, I think it's called. Diablo yeah. or something. And like some dude on Twitch like spent ten thousand dollars on like loot boxes and didn't even get anything good. Oh and so like God. so like the onus is kind of like how like these companies are like oh like no we're, we're pushing multiplayer games because like that's like where the money is right because when a game's like a single player game it's like a one and done you can't keep milking it you know right. that way so it seems like ea is kind of saying like hey man like you know if you want to be a 10 or be cool you, you know you got to play some multiplayer and games. this is why this is why nobody likes ea because they're so like disconnected from their like demographic like their 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 fans like mm-hmm. The people who actually play their games, like, I bet you some of these fans would be so happy if, like, their favorite games were being published by somebody else. Oh, dude, I was thrilled when I found out, like, like they weren't getting the exclusivity renewed for Star Wars. I was like, oh, thank super, God. I mean, super. I mean, they can still make Star Wars games, but they're, they're not the only ones allowed to now. I guess I'm also kind of biased because EA locked my account and never uh... gave me an opportunity to... They never gave me an opportunity to like regain it. Yeah, so many times did I try. I even showed them receipts of was games for, that I've was purchased. This for Kingdoms or for what game was it? This was this was for um, was a Star Wars game. Battle, right? Yeah, it was for Battlefront. Okay, there you go. Like, so they locked me out of my account because I didn't play it for like nine months or or a year or something like that. And what? then finally, yeah, I, I I finally was like, oh, I have some time. Yeah, so I downloaded the re-downloaded the game and I was trying to log in. And it's like your account is locked. And I'm like, what the hell? Why would it be unlocked? Well, it's like an email or something before. I sent an email. See, the thing is, when I made that account, I made it with an old email address that I don't, I don't have access to anymore. Okay. Um, so I can't reset my password because I don't have access to that email. Right. Um. So like, they weren't even trying to help me, and they and and they they you know they tell you, oh, well, send us. Send us uh, proof of your purchase. Send us all this. So I did all of that. I sent them. You receipts. look at an old bank account, dude. Like- I yeah, I sent them receipts for like eight games, eight EA games, and they were still like, "This isn't enough." Like, what the <laughs> hell? Like, it was crazy to me. It was crazy to me. So yeah. I just picture like a guy on the other end with like he has like a rom. He has like the phone like between his shoulder and like he's like like watching or eating ramen. Like oh, I can't help he's you. Like, ah, sorry, I'm gonna write a ticket for this and uh, somebody will get back to you. I got so oh. I, I have so many of those damn tickets. Yeah. So yeah, good. 
EA deserves a roast because they're disconnected and they don't care about their 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 uh, clients or their user base basically user base user base there you go that's what I was trying to say Joe concerning the actual tweet itself do you, these days do you mostly play single or like multiplayer or are you like are you even split I I no I play single player I'm more of a single player gamer uh, um, beat 'em ups is what I love playing multiplayer. So that's, uh, so, that's lo- so that's your that's your your fault right there your your imperfection. There it been, is. You would have been a ten, man. But <laughs> they're insulting me. Damn, <laughs> jerks. <laughs> no, nah, but I mean, I I don't I don't mind playing multiplayer games. I've never I've I've never been too big on the PvP thing. I think that's one of the reasons why I did like um, Warzone so much, and why I did kind of fall back though. into. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is. One of the reasons that I, I like it so much is because even though I'm doing PvP, I'm not doing it by myself. Okay, and that's fair. Yeah. You know, I'm in a team and we actually have an objective. I'm not just doing some random match, death match, or, you know, any of uh, team death matches or King of the Hill, any of that stuff that's just too fast paced and I'm dying over and over and over. Mm-hmm. I'm actually, we're like strategizing, thinking of what we're going to do, like, you know, playing together. To, to for a goal and that's why i like warzone so much because there is kind of a reason to play it i'm like i'm like the opposite when i play warzone where like i think we talked about this before where like if i'm still within like the first like 50 or whatever i kind of just like whatever just messing around mm-hmm. and it's only when i realize that there's a chance that i get serious so i'm like like oh there's 20 oh there's 20 people left like Oh, I, like, oh, I better try now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then, like, then you sit up on your chair and you're like, all you do right. the thing where you lean forward, kind of. <laughs> Ooh, all right, guys. All right, guys. And then you put your microphone down. It's like, you <laughs> see the, the Thor meme when he thinks like uh, Cap's going to pick up Mjolnir? Where he's kind of yeah, just yeah. like, he's like, oh, mm, mm. he gets serious all of a sudden. He's like, he's oh, like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what he And then he's like, oh, yeah, no, you was going to be able to do it. <laughs> I saw, I, now I remember the meme. It was like, uh, it's like, oh, when you're playing Smash and it's like, oh, like when you actually have the least amount of lives compared to your friends. And you're like, <laughs> oh, it's not fun anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, Joe. Let's go on to our final story, sir. Our final story here. Uh, I was just checking the timestamp real quick because I was curious. All right. This one comes from Kotaku, written by Zach Swizen. Uh, I love the, I love the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? The, uh, you know, Peter Parker, Matt Murdock, the, uh, there's a word. Alliteration? For Alliteration. Thank you. That was a word looking for. Of course. Zach Swizen. <laughs> Z-Z-Z. Z's across. Anyways. Zach Swizen. That's got to be a made up name. I don't know. I'd be surprised. I mean, there's some Zach Swizen. When I was in, when I was in community college, I was taking a, uh, I was taking Spanish as one of the cl- I needed like the Spanish credit mm-hmm. and there was a kid in the class named Jeffrey Jefferson <laughs> Jeffrey Jefferson yes and I remember one day I finally asked him like is that really your name he's like yeah and I was like oh like, I, like, cause, right. I, cause I thought like he's like yeah it's like, yeah, my real name and I was like you were uh, like well then I thought it was gonna be right. like a joke or something or like an inside joke or something and I'm like oh I felt bad for asking right after <laughs> cause I thought he, was, he probably thought I was making fun of him or like in disbelief but, you're like oh like oh like okay that's it uh, Bethesda keeps hiring the fans creating Fallout London. It says here, Fallout London looks great. It honestly could pass as a real official expansion if you showed it to someone who had no idea it was a fan-created mod. And apparently the company behind Fallout, Bethesda, mm-hmm. agrees that London looks marvelous because it keeps hiring up the ambitious mods developers. Word of the latest hire came yesterday on the official Fallout London Twitter account. 
when the people behind the project revealed that its lead technical advisor, Ryan Johnson, not to be confused with, you know, the last Ryan Jedi. Dress. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Subvert your expectations, Johnson. Right. Not that one. <laughs> was well, That's a talk for subvert, another day. Subvert. Subvert. Yeah. Okay. That's a, that's a talk for another day. <laughs> Announcing that he was leaving the much hyped Fallout 4 mods team to start working for Bethesda directly. By itself, this news is impressive and cool. That Bethesda has come knocking for talent is a testament to how promising the mod's looking. The mod team said that they were all excited to see the worlds he can build for Bethesda as he starts his new job with the company. So that's one thing. But what's wilder about all this is that this isn't the first time this exact thing has happened. Around this time last year, Stephanie Zacardiadis, Zacardiadis, that's a mouthful who was then the fallout london's head writer left the development team also after being hired by bethesda games to become a quest designer and in the update announcing this latest departure the team announced that another one of its members so that's that's three now was also offered a role at bethesda this time it was the mod's very own project manager dean carter who was apparently offered a position to work on fallout 76 at bethesda's uk office however carter declined the job after some quote very hard soul searching, end quote, and will stick around to see Fallout London through to completion. The London team suggested that some modders use large, well known projects for pure CV padding. I'm, I'm not sure what CV could be cover, something portfolio, I don't know. While others do it for the community, the team, and the fans. It, quote, isn't easy to turn down your life dream to instead work on a fan mod for free, they wrote and suggested that Carter's choice to stay was a sign of his selflessness and dedication to the mod and its team. As for Fallout London, a large-scale PC mod that will add a brand new London-themed world to Fallout 4, complete with new quests and weapons, the devs behind the project said Johnson's departure won't cause any delays in development. And that's the end of the article. This is really cool, Joe, because Bethesda is pretty cool for even allowing this to happen. I mean, what's what? if this was Nintendo, this thing would have been desist and cease like... Cease and desist immediately. Yeah, because Nintendo doesn't play that. Like they're very, very protective of their like IP. Like whenever someone tries to make even begins to hint at making like a Pokemon fan game, like yep. it gets nipped in the bud. Cut off immediately. So the fact for like Bethesda kind of be like instead of like stifling, it's like let's give you a job where we can instead of like you know it's like redirecting <clears throat> that you know like that energy like it's not unheard of it sometimes like the government does that for like hackers where they'll actually yeah. hire hackers who are really good to kind of like it's it's makes more sense try to infiltrate their systems yeah it makes more sense to bring you in than to try to keep you out and so yeah. i think that's really cool that Bethesda does that uh I, it's kind of i think of like the when people will say like yeah that fake it till you make it that's literally <laughs> what this is is you're making a quote fake game of a like you know of a franchise and like getting real opportunity so i think that's actually really cool uh do you have any thoughts on that joe any insight? i kind of do um it's cool that bethesda appreciates or can recognize the talent right but i think it's kind of messed up of them to kind of dangle this gold ticket to someone who's been working super hard on a project you know, on a on a passion project. Right. And just say, well, it's really cool that you're doing that, but how about now you come get paid? And and I guess like what, what the that one guy said, you know, he had to do some soul searching. Right. Um, and he decided to stay to finish the project. Uh I mean, that's a testament to to his you know, to his integrity. 
most people yeah, most people would not have done that i think oh yeah most people wouldn't have done because he's working on the mod for free so it's like to turn you know turn down it's... a paid position and no doubt probably like you said like your dream company kind of thing yeah i feel like i feel like if bethesda wanted to do the right thing um they would have brought that team on board the whole team the whole team that sounds expensive as opposed i mean it might be expensive but at the same time you're also poaching basically what they're doing is poaching these right. people from something that they're taking they've been working diligently on taking you know? the wind out of the sails of <clears throat> yeah the, you're taking the, the mod. so you're in, you're in essence killing that project uh because you want that talent you know so it kind of sucks for the for the fans or whoever ends up using this. I mean, I'm sure they they've already stated that they're it's it doesn't done. incredibly affect them, but yeah. but still, it must be a uh, it must be a hit to have lost three people or no two right two two. Um, I mean, it's cool. It's cool for the people, but I think I don't think I would have made that move. I mean, I'm also Joe's not gonna sell out. No, I'm. I mean, in the industry that I work in, I'm, I'm a pretty popular guy, uh-huh. and I and and I've been offered, I've been given offers. I was about to ask you that too. Is it yeah, like... yeah, no, no, I've I've received offers. It's like I've... the whole team comes, or I yeah, don't. yeah, yeah. It well, and it's not it's not so much me bringing the whole team. It's more of like, uh, the moral aspect of it. You oh, know, okay. all right. Like, if you really respected my my talent right you wouldn't be trying to just throw money at me to get me i mean well what you else know? how else could you get somebody to i mean you you kind of you you want to do it in you can but you want to do it in a different way like you want to do it not when you're in the middle of something big oh, you know okay like you're in the middle of doing something big and then and then they're just trying to throw money at you to take you away from something big that you're working on and it's I like, see. dude, that's not that's not really cool. If you really wanted me, you would get me when I'm outside of this element. Oh, okay, okay. Not kind you of know? like to like undermine somebody else, kind of thing. Yeah, because then that's just gonna affect the people that you work with. You know. I see. Okay. I don't. I don't know. So My it's opinion. It's takes... cool for the people that left, but uh, I I probably wouldn't have done done the same. So it takes more than just money to get Joe on your team. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, there has, I have to imagine there's probably like to a certain degree, right? I mean, I, I mean, wave around enough figures and you kind of like maybe compromise a little. Bit. I mean, let's talk two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> then you know that's a little different. Then we're talking real money, then, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> then we're talking real money. Because <laughs> now I can really seriously think about other things, you know. But yeah, if we're a, talking, I can get a whole another bedroom. Yeah, if we, oh, and and in California's market, whew, one more bedroom is yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, um, thank you, Joe, for that. I was gonna yeah, I was gonna ask you, Julie, but I was like, I was like, I don't know, maybe Joe doesn't want to you know give too much, but like, I mean, you get you told us enough without telling us enough. You get what I'm saying? So yeah, I appreciate I appreciate that. Are you talking about like your current days, or talking about like your singing days? Because I'm curious now. Oh no, my current days, my current. Oh, days, okay. yeah. I thought during like, hey, we want to sign you, and you're like, not nah, the whole. The whole group. Oh, no, no, no. The whole music group. Oh, yeah. Back then, it it was the team or no one. I mean, even today, it's still the team and no one. Or no one. I mean, not necessarily no one. Like, because I'll still make a move if if it's lucrative enough. But 
for for what I've been offered, it's not it's it's uh it's substantial, but it's not enough. Not enough to for me what's what's most important is comfort. Right. Um I just need to be comfortable wherever I am regardless of how much I'm making. Right. I um, I, get, I I completely yeah. get you. I completely yeah. understand that cuz I'm like in the same situation where like like when my, my job is a substitute teacher like I get enough and a little bit more than to get by. Mm-hmm. And it's like I the hour to pay ratio is like substantial enough to where like sure I could probably make more if I went somewhere else but then like oh but like I would be working You're going to be more working more exactly. compared to what I'm making now and stuff and it's like yeah. oh like ugh. Mm. Oh yeah. Right now yeah. I'm pretty much I, I have the comfort of knowing I do whatever I need or want to do. It reminds me of this wow. quote I heard where someone was like when someone when someone's on their like their deathbed, they'd never say, Oh, I wish I worked more hours. Oh no. No one never. says that on their deathbed. <laughs> so. Anyway, so let's this isn't a financial podcast. Let's get back to it. It isn't, it isn't. Let's, let's get let's, back to it. Let's get back to it. So uh okay, oh well that's right. That's our last story actually for uh this episode. Uh I want to play this game. I don't know if you probably, I don't know if he's looked it up, but it actually looks kind of cool. Like it's like the landmarks of London, like the like London Bridge and like all that stuff. Yeah, like it looks great. Fallout ified, if that makes sense. Fallout London. It looks great. It Everything's looks like great. overgrown and kind of run down, mm-hmm. but clearly mm-hmm. still England. So that's cool. That's cool. Um all right, Joe, so we're going to move on, sir. Yeah. What if at all have you been playing? Um so I finished Final Fantasy 15 finally yes. after all these years. You messaged me when you did it. Yeah, awesome. I did. I did. I was very excited. Um, what, was finished... that, what, what was the picture you chose for the end? You know how you like, choose a picture as like the... I w- it was the one where they were leaving um, when they were all together as a group uh, picture. in the cave. Yeah, it was a group picture when they were all together in the cave right before they left to Atalia uh, 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 or it. Astalia? I don't remember to, the names of the play of the game. Yeah. I just remember it's, the Regalia. Right like, before they got the boat. Right before they got the boat. Oh, okay. And they left on the boat. Oh there's a there's a group yeah, picture with everyone. Yeah. That's yeah, the yeah, yeah. that's the picture I chose. Before you get to like that really beautiful water city, right? Exactly. Yes. Oh, it's such yes. a dope transition when you kind of go through and like you see like it, the It really is. Looks, I, I took like so many like 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 share, share, share pictures of that. But uh so for people who don't know, when you play when you you're near towards the end of Final Fantasy 15, you get an option to basically choose the most like special photo you've taken the whole game. Yeah. And then like at the end, like I'm not gonna spoil it, but there's like a certain cutscene. You can. That game is like six years old. Man. So after Noctis has quote unquote died, basically, yeah. he's reunited with uh, Luna Freya. I want to say Luna Freya, right. yeah. And like he's looking, he's on his throne or whatever. It's oh, it's such a beautiful touching scene, but like it really is. He's look, he's looking at a picture, and it's the picture you chose. Yeah. <laughs> and the reason why I'm laughing is because our cousin Brian, he showed <laughs> he showed me the picture he chose. <laughs> And it's a picture of like a Gladio's sister, and she's kind of like it's she's like an awkward kind of like sexy pose. <laughs> and so, context wise, it's weird how Nina Freya's over- shows it to. <laughs> it's like kind of like what you what are you looking at kind of thing, and then she kind of yes. just smiles, <laughs> and it doesn't make sense. Oh it's funny gosh. it's funny though because the game doesn't tell you like what it's for right it's just like oh, yeah it just tells you to choose it choose like the most <laughs> special you know most people go with the group photo right with all the friends yeah. all the like the 
I think for mine it was like one of the campfire photos. I think we were like uh, oh nice with the with the Coleman, you know, licensed gear. Yeah, the, license. There were so many licensed cup and so, noodles. There was, so much, there was so much product placement in that game, man. It's crazy. You got Sony. There was cup and noodles. Uh, Coleman, all Coleman outdoor gear. Mm-hmm. I I think I'm missing. There was the collaboration with Assassin's Creed. Right, right. Um, yeah, there but I meant so like much like stuff. just like. You know, blatant like tie-ins. I'm talking about. I think was, oh, there, yeah. was it one for a Nikon. I don't know if there's one for like cameras or something. I think maybe it was a certain. I can't remember what it was, but it was more than just the three I, we mentioned. But anyway, so like that last photo you take, uh, she Noctis like shows it to the friend and kind of just smiled and like you, the camera pans down to show it and it's just like for I for like Brian <laughs> like he's he's screenshotting and showing you what it was. It just it's just so like in context, just hilarious how it does not fit. But, that's great that's but, great oh joe and then you're treated to that rendition of stand by me by florence yeah oh, such a ah, oh, such a great ending such i need to go back to it. you know i haven't played any of the dlc or expansions dude i i i yo the the dlc is great All it's of them? great because oh, which ones uh well i've played three i've played uh the the gladios the ignis and the uh uh what's his name arden um, arwin arden no, 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 I haven't played the Arwen one. It's a uh, is there a prompto? Gladios, it, prompto, the, the prompto. Okay. So I've played the three of those, and what I like about it is that each one is a different play style. You have to play it differently because they all they all three of them have their own fighting style. I don't know if you ever switched over to any of the, uh, any of them in in the main game. I don't Did know you ever switch you, over to I, any of them individually? I don't remember. Can you control them directly? I haven't played. Yeah, you can. I don't remember. Yeah, you I, can control I would only them do the battles. thing where like you would like issue like the orders kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like I would just every now and then I think I had to switch to Ignis to do like the the regroup one for like health mm-hmm. like where they all like gather together and huddle up. Real yeah, quick. the the skill the I think there's skills or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. But I don't remember like actually controlling. So you never switched out to each individual character. I think I might have, and I probably just didn't like how they play. Maybe. Oh, okay. Because I don't think they do. Um, they don't do the zipping thing around there like Noctis does, right? I don't think they can do the teleport. They don't. They don't do the teleport. And like I yell, and I love doing that. I would like teleport away from the field and then jump back mm-hmm. in with the sword and stuff. And so Got yeah, you. I, I yeah, I didn't play as anybody else really. Oh okay. Well, it's a lot of fun, and you get to play as those guys. I think it's a good. Um, I honestly, because it tells you to wait until after you finish the game to play them. Okay. Um. But if you if you're expecting to be any good, whenever you switch out it to one of them in the in the main game, mm-hmm. you almost want to play <laughs> those chapters just so you could get good at handling their their mechanics. I think yeah, I think you the know? only one that I felt was like so obvious that it was kind of like it almost like kind of ruined it for me was when Ignis is all of a sudden blind. And it's like, like okay, I can tell that's explained in DLC because we just kind of skip over it, and then he's just walking around with the with the cane, and it's like, it's like, no, I can still fight. I can't see, but I can still fight. And it's like, yeah, all right, okay, (laughs) yeah. Oh, you know where where you get to play as them? Um, at the end, when you're doing that boss rush at the end. Oh, okay. And it has you switch out to. And it does the quick time events. It does the quick time events. Oh my god, that last (sighs) hour before when you're like fighting the behemoth in the city and like. Dude, I taking was on so Ifrit like, with Bahamut and all of those. Such a cool part. Such a cool thing. Dude, I the end of that game was just fantastic. I, and I it, wish they would have let you explore more of like the world of ruin. I wish they would mm-hmm. let you do more of like 
because it's kind of like you know you get that time jump and it's like this is what everybody's been doing for the last what five seven years something like that yeah yeah but like, you don't like it literally takes you to hammerhead you you can only stay in hammerhead yeah um and then, and like, then from oh, there, like, it's the end. And like, oh, and, the, and that mean whole time that you escape, like, Gladio's sisters become like one of the like the best like hunters or something like that. It's like, what? Yeah. Like, that all happened while I was like sleepy. Like, what? Yeah. And it's like, I wish they would just let you explore more. But it's like, nope, nope. You gotta, gotta head to the city. You gotta head back home. It's like, head oh. straight there. Head straight there. <laughs> so I don't know. The game's cool. I think um, a lot of people had issues with the the pacing of the game because it's mm-hmm. it does feel different from a traditional final fantasy not just gate not just combat wise but even just like the format of how uh here's this chapter like the first four chapters you kind of do at your own pace yeah and then from then on everything's kind of just like locked out and you're kind of just like real quick real quick real quick and it's like oh shoot like we're already at the end of the game like yeah i was so scared that i was just gonna get to a point where i just can't go back and i think Uh, i think that it's before up until you get on the boat i think you can still go back to everything right no you can go back at any time really yeah, even up to when you go into the ruins, you can still go back. All you have to do is go to like to a hotel, um, or like you can't do it at campsites. It has to be like at a hotel or okay. like a motel or somewhere, mm-hmm. and then it, it gives you the option to, to to speak to your dog. Um, and when or what's his name, Umbra, Umba, Umbra, I think it's Umbra. Umbra probably okay. Uh, yeah, Umbra. Oh, I forgot, and it's not a product placement, but that dude who's clearly the guy from Lost. The big chubby guy. Oh yeah, for sure. With the with the long hair and yeah, like, I'm like that's that he the sends guy you out for the yeah for the photos. Yeah, he sends you out to for the photos. Yeah, I was like that was like, definitely him. I was like that was weird, like because it's just like so like unceremoniously just introduced and it's like yeah, it's like clear, you're clearly that guy, but okay, you're not that guy here. <laughs> it's it was, it was weird. It was, it was kind of funny, but um, yeah, but yeah, but if you if you go to a t- hotel and you speak to your dog, you can travel back anytime oh the the girl who's really shiva right that's her dog i think right or no yeah exactly i remember now i remember now that all that whole se- sequence where in the train and it freezes i love that part too that game's, uh, i need to play that game i played it since it came out like what eight maybe seven years ago at this point yeah i could be wrong well was that, that's 2015 i want to no, say, I wanna say like, yeah yeah it's 20 2015 oh, i need to go back and play because i haven't played it and i have like the if you have like ps5 or the you have the royal edition i think included yeah you have the royal edition that has so mine is everything well. mine is the well. true ending anything else joe or is that kind of just it for um obviously i played turtles beat that um got that it was great i love the pacing um because you're not really wasting a lot of time you're just going 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 and the and the 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 stages aren't really that long they're like six minutes five minutes and they all feel different to run too. a stage they all feel yeah different. they're all different um yeah i really enjoyed that game uh all of the challenges you can do some some of those challenges are incredibly hard um they're uh, uh, at least don't get hit a certain amount of times by obstacles and it's like by obstacles don't get hit at all like what's weird is what's weird about that joke my my minor gripe is like don't get hit more than three times but if you get hit three times it like cancels and it's like it shouldn't say yeah. it should say get hit, not get hit three or more not more than three you know what i'm saying like that's yeah, clearly yeah. not more than three you're like i thought i had one more chance yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And it's like mm, okay that's worded weird but whatever yeah but um yeah i hope it gets dlc um i'm, I'm sure it will i'm sure i think yeah. it's been a huge success for them i'm sure i mean the surprise was on, on release that you could get casey that was awesome because the whole time 
when they were doing the when they did the announcement and they would show you little trailers and things like that. I was like, Casey's got to be somewhere in here. He's got to be. Did they so announce when, before that he was playable? No, I the night they before they oh, did the night okay. before, the night before it dropped or the night that it dropped. I thought it was a given. Said, I'm like, yeah. if April's playable, then I'm like, Casey should be playable. I mean, I, I kind of knew that they would drop yeah. him, but since they hadn't spoken about him at all, I was like, You have to clear the game once, right? Yeah, you have to clear the game once. Yeah. But I love it. I love the combos. I love the animation, the sprites, everything about it. Even like even the world map, it's, you know, it's a... It's a it reminds me of Super Mario Bros. 3. Like the little... Exactly. Moving... Like exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the tile to tile tile yeah. to tile and then it kind of like they kind of incorporated the way like the tr- the party van looks kind of it like how it did in in the first turtle games on nintendo um i don't know if you remember that one no, I don't. it was like a top it was a top down when you were out on the street oh, but then when you got yeah, went yeah, down yeah. the sewers it was a side scroll yeah 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 i do remember that because Je- yeah, cousin so. jeremy had that game so i remember that one. yes 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 yeah so um so i really love that game um I'm playing, I'm actually playing uh, God of War. The so PS4 I, one? The PS4 one. Okay. I never, I never finished it. Like, I think I, play, I, I played like, either, honestly. yeah, I played about three hours of it and um, I didn't go back to it because at the time something else came out that I was more interested in. distracted, yeah. Yeah. So I stopped playing it altogether. I think I got um, lost so, when I played it. I got to a certain point where I was supposed to go somewhere. And I didn't know and you just how, couldn't remember. And I just, 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 I got distracted by something else. I forget it. So this game is phenomenal. <laughs> I'm really, really loving it. Uh, it, um, how does it feel to play like the like the story wise as someone who has like a son? Like, like, do you see like Kratos is obviously like what we consider not exactly the uh, not exactly father of the year kind of. He's not father of the year, but I can understand. Honestly, as a father to a son, I can understand some of his decisions. Stern, okay. stern, no, more sternness. Oh, okay. Like just the way he speaks to him sometimes. Cool. Like, yeah, sometimes I get it because sometimes I'll speak to Gavin in a certain tone, and it's not because I, you know, Don't I'm be angry sorry, at him or Gavin. anything. Yeah, be better. yeah, it, it exactly. <laughs> It'll be something like that. Um, where I and I'm not trying to be rude or anything, but I'm just trying to instill in him some like strength maybe okay to where and, and it's it, it has nothing to do with machismo or anything it's more like 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 this is a know, valuable I, I opportunity I to yeah, instill like, something exactly i don't know what it is i think it's just uh because we get a couple of cutscenes of kratos where like he wants to be like like he reaches to like kind of like and then he's like exactly Never mind. like he tries to like and like, and what I i'm be? starting to see yeah what i'm starting to see is that because I'm I'm already I don't know maybe eight hours into it mm-hmm. nine hours so so there a spo- no, I guess it's not a real spoiler but you do see uh, Kratos start to kind of like thaw. embrace his son a little thaw out a little bit mm-hmm. exactly um, so I'm I'm really enjoying it I like the map I like that you go back and forth and vi- revisit old places because I don't. You couldn't do that in the last one. The other ones, yeah, um, right. Yeah, and the other ones you couldn't just backtrack and you know run through an area again. You go back to like the that. lake a lot because that's kind of like the hub sort mm-hmm. of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I I really am enjoying it. I like the crafting element. Um, 
Uh, I'm enjoying the little blue guys. I forget their names. The little like uh, the blacksmith characters. Yeah, yeah, the dwarves, the dwarves, (laughs) the dwarves. Um, So it's a lot of fun. I I like it a lot. Uh, I'm definitely. I, I can't be invested in it as much as I'd like to be. But I am enjoying it, and and I I feel like I'm gonna play it until I finish it this time, yeah. Uh, unless I'm distracted by something else. <laughs> I need to go back and finish that because Ragnarok's supposed to come out either. They haven't confirmed it, right? They haven't confirmed it, but it's supposed to come out the end of this year, supposedly, supposedly, unless okay. they unless they decide to delay that. Uh, well, hopefully, I'm finished with this one by the time that happens. Uh, I'm also waiting for a price to, price drop on Last of Us Two. I haven't played it yet, but. <sighs> Oh no! I'm gonna play it. I'm definitely gonna play it. Five favorite games of all time for me. That's awesome. I'm, yeah, I'm definitely gonna play it. I just do you still remember like the plot points from the first ones? You still kind of oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I I did that game was a game that I played twice over. Good, and I don't do that. I I don't do that because it's Um, crucial for you to remember stuff for the second one to like fully like click. That's all. Oh yeah, no, I absolutely remember. I uh, definitely remember that game. Uh, and then, I mean, it's not anything I'm playing, but I did uh, crowdfund Ooh. a game. I, I've I, I like to crowdfund games. I I think I've done like six games that I've crowdfunded. You put your uh, you put your Shark Tank like hat on. And it's like like oh, yeah right. yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll buy in. <laughs> yeah, so I did. Uh, let's see, Blasphemous was one of those games. Oh, okay, I know that one. Yeah, I crowdfunded Blasphemous. Um, there's a Mecha game. Uh, I I forget the name of the Mecha game. Uh, mecha Jammer. No, no, it's. I can't remember the name of the game, but I crowdfunded that one. Um, I remember. Oh, I crowdfunded. Hey, make a me a VR game. Bloodstained. Bloodstained was another game that I crowdfunded. Is that the Castlevania looking one? Yeah, that's the Castlevania. Uh, uh, I did um, Wizards. Wizards of of Light. Hmm. I don't know if you've ever played that. It's like a top down twin stick, uh, magic game. It's pretty cool. Wizards of Light, and then the new one that I that I crowdfunded is a game that was actually that Anamanaguchi is actually doing the music for. Okay. Um it's called Little Nemo and it looks amazing. Is that anything to do with it, the old like anime uh, story or whatever called Little Nemo in like something mean like wonder or uh, The Kid Dream, the Dreaming Kid? Yeah. Yeah, he's in that, he's in his PJs or something. Mm-hmm. Is it has mm-hmm. to do with that? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's it looks awesome if you get an opportunity check check out the trailer. I have um, not, but I remember the. I remember. I don't know if it's like. I think it's like an anime. Like a. I, I think it is because I remember when I was very very little. My mom gave me like she used to work for a video distribution company, mm-hmm. and they used to like distribute videos back when like for like Viz like when they were like starting starting. Oh So yeah. like Tenchi Muyo and like some of like Sailor Ooh. Moon, and I remember one of the cassettes she had was for like this little kid in PJs. I think it was called Little Nemo, and he's like yeah. kind of, almost like a Peter Pan kind of thing going on. Sort of I think thing. it's based. I think it's based like on a French on a French uh, kids book. Okay, it kind of reminded uh-huh. me of that. So right now when you said Little Nemo, I was like, yeah. Like, so it's one of those properties. Memory, it, like you know, <laughs> yeah, it is one of those properties because I think there was a Little Nemo anime. Okay. Um. So yeah. So 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 uh, this this guy's trying to make it, and they they hit their they hit their goal. They exceeded it by like twenty k or something like that. They weren't asking for a lot, which is. Pretty crazy, um, because the game looks great. 
Mm. So I'm guessing they were probably in like the later stages of it because this is supposed to release fourth quarter of this year. Mm. So even that window is very small for some because I've crowdfunded stuff that I have to wait years for. Is there, I think is there Blast- things that you forget about? It's like, oh, yeah, I forgot about like, oh, yeah. No. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, there's another one. There's another game um, that I crowdfunded. I can't remember the name of it, but it's like a zombie uh, isometric game. It's like a um, spiritual kind of like Zombies Ain't My Neighbors sequel. <laughs> no, it's a little darker than that. Um, hmm. But it was it, it's kind of like in the play style of like Bastion. Okay, um, it's like a super giant game or whatever. Yeah, but it's it's a it's got, it's a little more pixelated. Yeah more pixelated because those have really nice art styles oh, okay but this is like a gothy pixelated uh isometric oh okay. RPG. That, sounds cool. that sounds like a it's pretty dope and end of light or no light something like that um but i've been waiting on that game for like three years i i i funded that game like three years ago and it's still, it's like on the verge. Like they keep sending emails like, we're almost there, guys. We're almost there. Please don't harass us. <laughs> yeah. So so the Little Nemo was surprising to me that they, they were ready to drop by uh, by fourth quarter of this year. Um, so that's super cool. Uh, but that's what I, yeah, that's 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 it. That's what it's I've been doing. a lot more than expected. I honestly thought it was going to be just the one <laughs> game. Like, okay. Yeah, well, all right. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing, I mean... I've been playing several, but really it's just like two really that I've been playing. That's uh, a game that came out about I want to say about two weeks ago called Neon White. I don't know if you heard about it. Yes, it's, it looks like a, it looks like a, like if you're in Waco Mundo in in Bleach, I, the masks, the white. Oh, okay, okay. yes, 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 yes. I'm like I haven't seen Bleach, so I don't know what you're talking about. But I'm like, oh yeah, they do wear like those oh, weird yeah. like boned looking mask or yeah whatever. yeah exactly they, yeah so yeah the characters have like masks so uh bleach is fantastic by the way just so yeah so neon white is like <laughs> a first person shooter but it's not really a shooter like the shooting mechanics are sort of like a means to an end it's really if i could sum it up in one sentence it's a game where you replay levels over and over again to try to do it as fast as you can and as, as efficiently as you can so like the premise of the game and the main character is voiced by Steve Bloom. So you got uh, mm. you got uh, what you call it? Uh, Dempsey, a legend, a voiceover legend. You got you got Spike Spiegel basically as your main character. Yeah, Spike sort of. Spiegel. And so mm-hmm. uh, you're basically playing this character who's I guess you you died and you're kind of like in heaven, but you haven't earned your place in heaven. You have to like cleanse heaven of like demons or whatever. And it's not just you. It's like a whole bunch of other people. Like other, they're called neons, is what you're called. And okay. you're just called neon white because you just wear white. And there's other neons who are like color coded, like neon velvet. It's like the Power Rangers kind of thing, like neon green, oh, okay. and so on and so forth. And you're all competing for a spot in heaven, basically. And so like there's like rankings. So like you have to cleanse. Yet you go through these levels, which are like probably never more than a minute long. Uh-huh. And you kind of you go through it the first time. And then it's like, okay, you complete it. Now try to see where you can cut corners. Where can you do this faster mm. and faster and faster? And so, like, you start off with, like, a katana, which is, like, a really slow weapon. But the thing is, to make the goal appear, you have to kill all the enemies in the level. And there's probably, mm. like, maybe, like, anywhere between zero to ten enemies per level. But the thing is, you have to do it quickly. 
So you'll pick up like weapon cards and the cards you they are like guns. There's like rifles and handguns and SMGs and stuff. And the way it works is that each of those things has an, a secondary function. So like you pick up a pistol card, like until you run out of bullets, you can just like keep shooting whatever. But then when you're down to your last bullet, you can discard the card to give yourself an extra jump. Mm. so like you're like running through the it's like it's like one two three go and you're trying to like take out all the enemies as you can to trigger like the goal and we want to do it as quickly and as efficiently as possible so like aiming learning how to aim properly to not waste time is like a big part of it finding shortcuts realizing like oh like the game will give you a hint where like hey if you go through this and like don't go that way but like as you go kind of turn around and take out this enemy so you're not wasting time moving in that direction you know what i mean it's kind of maximize yeah, yeah. your movements and your shooting at the same time to cut down like so you the closer you get like there's like ranks there's like a bronze rank for just completing the level and then you'll see like oh silver rank is like less than 30 seconds gold rank is less than 25 oh, seconds platinum is oh like, they're that fast yeah they're really short levels there's a lot of them though there's a lot of them but they're short and like self-contained but mm. most of the game most of like the life of the game is you just redoing the same level over and over but trying to like get it down like less time each time Mm. and it sounds like that would be repetitive but honestly because it's like less than a minute each time it's like super like addictive because you're like oh like i know what i have to do i can do it this time and it has like really fast low time so there's never like a lot of downtime in between so there's a lot of replay value to this there's a lot of replay value but also you're just kind of it has it it's great like scratches that itch and you're like like, i can do this i can like one more run that whole one more turn thing (sighs) It's that civilization thing. One more turn. One more run. I know I can nail this run perfectly. Did uh, did you ever play the... Um, what was that? It's like the Platreus maze in Final Fantasy XV. Like once you no, beat the I game... No, I know what you're talking about. It's a platforming maze. I know Dude. what you're talking about. I read the interview where the guy who designed it, like the way like he like designed it, he was like... I think it was like the last thing they added to the base game before they shipped it. Was. It was. And he's it was. like, oh, like I had this extra time. I was like, oh, I just started kind of filling it around. I was like, oh, I can do like a maze thing. Yeah. I haven't, I didn't, but I know like the story behind it kind of. It's one of the most, it's one of the greatest. I've heard of And it. most, and most frustrating platform Sections. mazes that I've ever played in my life. Did you complete it? It's got, yes, I completed it. What is it? What do you get if you do it? You get, um, it's called the Black Hood, and uh, it's it's an accessory. It's called the Black Hood, and it what does it do? It does something amazing. Where I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh! Does it like, change the gameplay in a way, or it it uh it kind of ops you. Oh, cool. Because because it it get, it does something for you that allows you to do something. I forget what it is, but Does when I when like I when I saw it, I was like, like "Wow!" Your stat limits or something, or uh, I can't remember what it was. Like get an extra like attack in or something, or unlimited Damn. like specials or what do you call it? The it's something. Yeah, I can't. Ar- it? The Armi- the Armigar. Or yeah, yeah. Like so I was wondering, like, does it let you like? I use... think I think it's something like that. Oh, okay. And I I can't remember clearly what it was, but but um, were you summon all the weapons actually... at once, kind of thing? Yeah, let me see here. I can look it up real fast. It's a black hood. Uh, F fifteen. <laughs> and uh, what does it do? Let's see. 
Uh, but you can only get it like after you beat the game, right? Or yeah, yeah. So that's one of those things only get where it's like it's like, oh, this will come real in real. This will come in handy real, real good. It's like yapake yeah, for the game that I already beat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't find it. Uh, that's all right if you can. But uh, were you saying that the maze reminds you of what I'm talking about? Oh, it evades all attacks. What? That's yes. like super OP. Yes, super OP. It evades all so attacks. So basically invincible. Yeah, Except so for you'll never like, get hit. Maybe like um, certain moves. Unless you're in the middle of a swing or something. If you're in the middle of a swing, you'll get hit. Or like but something if you're like not, scripted or... Yep. That's it's insane. amazing. I was like, wow. When I equipped it, I was like, I'm never getting hit again. You know what <laughs> I really felt powerful in that game was when you get that ring that lets you cast death. I felt so powerful once I got that. Like it has like a long <laughs> charge time, but yeah. then when you pull it off, it's like I felt like 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 Sauron or like whatever <laughs> with that the one ring. Like you know, just like casting. I think it's death and holy, right? Those are the two I think you can mm-hmm. use. And it just seems so like. I mean, it has a, it has like you know you have to wait to charge it, but like once you get it off, like bah, instant over. Yeah, that was cool, but uh. Oh, so what were you saying that the labyrinth or whatever the maze reminds you of neon white or how I'm describing it? Or? Yeah, 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 yeah. How you're describing it? Like it's uh it's definitely one of the hardest things because you then you have to find you just have to find better ways to access things and faster ways to do it because there's some time things there are some timed elements in that in that uh, because of the way you know a platform is rotating right. or stuff you know something like that like. It, it it gets to the point there's there's some sections where you can't stop like because if you stop you're gonna miss the next the jump has to and you only it. yeah it, it you have to carry that momentum it reminds me of that annoying thing in that game where i had i i try to get when i, I platinum the game eventually but i got to do the where you try to get all the weapons mm-hmm. and there's like an annoying tomb you have to do more than once like we have to like fall through the fall through the levels of like the tomb and like face like this big like oh yeah cyber dragon thing or whatever but you have to like mm-hmm. make you have to do it over and over until it drops like a certain item or whatever and that was annoying so like i remember it was like a <laughs> maze where like oh you have to go this way now instead of this way and it's like it mm-hmm. going different ways changes the layout of like the temple it or absolutely whatever. does yeah it's like in the yep. middle of a forest i forgot where exactly but yeah it was uh trying to get i was trying i tried to platinum it and i did platinum eventually but it was a pain in the ass yeah and so yeah so i'm playing neon white uh and then each time you get a you have to get at least a gold or a platinum like medal for that stage and your rank goes up basically and like it's oh, okay so what your rank going up you start off at 100 and i guess going down technically you start off at 100 and it goes from 90 you know 99 90 and so on each time you ace like a level and what that does like story-wise is like you're now ahead of like the next neon who's ahead of you kind of thing now so it's kind of like so you're trying to get to that top like one percent bracket to like actually get your permanent position in heaven basically there's more to the story but i haven't like gotten too deep into it because like there's like optional things where you can go back into a level you've aced and now you're like you have to find like a hidden like gift or a hidden present so like it's not just trying to get just after you've like okay i've gone through this and i've already got the maximum time i can get like there's still incentives to go back and like you know explore off the beaten track because now you could take your time yeah now you could take your time to run it and like look around and stuff and there's like little presents who you can give to uh you can give those presents to the other neons 
and then that progresses like your social level with them whatever kind of like a persona thing where like you increase your yeah yeah and then they'll give you you'll find out more back of their backstory but also they'll give you like new like side quests to kind of do like new like new levels Mm. to speed run basically and doing that like you find out more of the story get more of the story gets fleshed out that way so you have like the main main game but it's also like side stuff you can kind of do like they kind of like like supplement that Oh, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, uh, it's like I got, it's a new game, but it was like it's like twenty bucks for some reason on Steam and on Switch. It's like twenty bucks. So it's cool. It's getting a lot of praise right now, and uh, deservedly so. It's definitely different than most. Like I told, like I told you, it's like a first person shooter, but that has like very little to do with the game at all. Like, right. Like the challenge is not like, oh, I got to kill these. That's a means to an end. It's <laughs> just trying to get to the end of level as fast as you can, like faster and faster. So it's kind of like sonic i would say it's kind of like sonic if sonic had a first person shooting mechanic <laughs> that's the best way to describe it but and the other game which i'm still trying to finish it's kind of like a, it's almost a chore at this point but i still like it because i i love star wars it's uh mm-hmm. the lego star wars skywalker saga the one that just came out like yeah two months ago, couple months two ago. Months ago. yeah yeah uh have you played that one at all joe or do you have it or i haven't no? i haven't so it's basically all nine movies condensed into one game but there's like so much side stuff you can do. Like it has nothing to do with like the story. Dude, those Lego games. I mean, they're great for sure. They're great because I I played a uh, Lego Batman three. Um, the space one. Lego. Yeah, that I think you do go into space. Right, it's like something from Gotham. Yeah. Uh, I forgot the Ooh, name. I don't remember what the subtitle was. I just remember it was Lego Batman three. Beyond Gotham, right? Beyond Gotham. Beyond Gotham. Oh yeah, you're right. I think you're right. Then you go to you get to go to different planets and stuff. Yeah, and then yeah, and then there's there was a, a ton of DLC, and it had like the the 1960s Batman. There was some Teen Titan stuff. There was some yeah yeah. It was great. That was a great game. So I can I can only imagine the scale of this star wars did you ever play the the first two star wars lego games no i didn't okay because the first two are very like contained by comparison because like Mm. telltale games has been making like these lego games or like you know forever but like the star wars like the original saga and like the the prequel movies like those were like the i think i want to say those the first two lego games they made and like you can oh, tell, man. they've come a long way since then because now, like with obviously with the improvements with the technology, but like, like there's like a the way you each character handles is completely different from like the original one, where it's just the fixed like kind of like isometric camera, and mm-hmm. now like the camera can like follow you behind when you're like shooting like in third person mode, and then like there's actual combos now when you're using a lightsaber, whereas before it was just like the three hit whack swing whack. swing yeah, swing, yeah. and yeah. now there's like. Oh, you unlock, you have like a skill tree, which was like was not a thing in the original. Like, oh wow, that's crazy. You have a skill tree where like, okay, like all droids now have like this like power, like a skill tree for all force users, skill tree for bounty hunters, a skill tree like all these different skill trees that affects all your characters within that like category. So like okay. an upgrade for R two D two unlocks the upgrade for BBA kind of thing. And, got it, got it, got and it. And all your Jedi's like, okay, now you can do like the lightsaber throw and like improve lightsaber. Oh, throw. that's great. So you're not you're not necessarily um, uh, upgrading specific characters. You're actually doing the upgrading class. classes. Yeah. Got it. And like got you can it. tell, like wow, like they came a long way from like. I want to say 15 plus years ago when they first did like the Lego Star Wars games where mm-hmm. it's like, okay, like this is what they actually wanted to do, but they couldn't. They were like, kind of like, a, like an Iron Man too. They were like limited by the technology of their time or whatever, but like they figured it out. And so right. like you can go into like ga- open galaxy mode where you can just fly around in space and like 
go to that planet or go to that planet and choose like a planet you want to go to and just explore that world or whatever. It's really, really cool, but it's also like intimidating because there's like so mm-hmm. much extra side characters and extra side. There's so much content. So much like mini mini figure kits and like I don't know how many Telltale Lego games you play, but like did you play any of like the Marvel ones by any chance or no? I did play Marvel. I did, uh, yeah, I did play, uh, the Avengers game. Okay, so if you know, like, in that game, like, you can just play with the regular characters, but you can also go back with, like, the characters you've unlocked. Yeah, So, like, a lot exactly. of the levels you'll see, like, oh, there's this thing you can't break because you need to come back here later with, like, a, Mandal- with a bounty hunter character who has, like, that ability. <clears throat> and those, those rosters are insanely it's huge. Deep. It's very... Those rosters, we're talking about hundreds of characters. Yeah, hundreds, hundreds. Like hundreds of characters that you can unlock it's crazy even like obscure ones batman yeah it's like even obscure ones where like i didn't even know that character had a name like it was like specific yeah yeah i mean so in lego (laughs) batman you can unlock like condiment man and oh okay the mustard ketchup guy you don't yeah you don't really hear about him too often you know calendar man so (laughs) yeah so exactly calendar man uh uh, mr zizix or whatever his name is yeah, dude, there's some crazy characters that you wouldn't have, like, thought about. So, that's awesome. So, I can only imagine how the scope of this... How rich uh, Star Wars lore is. And... Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Because each each uh, each series or each generation, whether it's the original trilogy, the prequel, or the sequel, has, like, an abundance of characters even within themselves. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So I can only imagine how huge this game is. It's That's... it's it's a lot. I think I'm like there's like a you can like a hundred percent it, but like my friend Miko who I who I had on before, uh, he hundred mm-hmm. percent of the game. And I was like, how long did that take you? He's like, oh, about like eighty hours. I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm like, at, I think I want to say probably close to twenty hours, and I'm like, I'm just doing right now the sequel film, so like seven and eight. Mm-hmm. I think I'm almost done with seven, but I already did like the prequel trilogy and the original trilogy and stuff. So, and then I, I kind of go, I'll like explore like, cause there's like, like you're doing the levels, like you're reenacting like the movies, right? You're going through the stages of the movies. Yeah. Right. But then there's people who give you like side quests on the side and stuff. It's like, Hey, like, you know, like mm-hmm, get do this mm-hmm. thing and I'll give you like this, like power brick thing or whatever. And it's like, okay, well you got to unlock like these little mini kits and like other like supplementary, like, you know, now it's yeah. in the gallery if you want to look at it kind of stuff. And it's like, okay, that's nice. I guess it's a collectible. But, like, there's a certain point where I just stop caring about collectibles. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, like, I'm no longer getting something out of this. So yeah. I'm just kind of – right now I'm just kind of – I'm just going through the motions. I'm just playing the game. The satisfaction isn't satisfying anymore. <laughs> yeah, basically. The satisfaction of collecting everything isn't satisfying anymore. Yeah. I, I – to go off on a tangent real quick, I was I was reading this article, a psychology article about like the the psychology of why people collect things, like collectors. Like we have mm-hmm. like a like my uncle, he loves to collect WWE figures from like the from like the from back when he was a kid and stuff. So that's his thing. Mm-hmm. It's like this idea of collecting things is how we as humans are able to kind of process that everything in the world is out of control. But here, like in this microcosm of this hobby you pick, you have control over you're able to kind of flesh it out and like, you know, not uh, curate it basically. Mm-hmm. And you're able to kind of right. just like, this is your bubble sort of, and I have control and I'm in, I have power in this bubble and like, this is my thing. So I find that. Yeah. Interesting. Right. Um, are you saying something? Jokes? You're leaning forward. Like you're going to say something. So no, 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 you're right. You're right. Um, 
that's partially how I feel with my collection that I have in my office. It's just, you know, something that just makes me feel comfortable. Like, stepping into my office, just the knowing that I have all these nice collector things. Transformers. And it's a great talking piece. Yeah, I have Transformers. I have Ghostbusters, Dragon Ball. Like, I have everything. Like, it really is a great representation of what my life is, what my life interests are, because I don't just have, like, anime and cartoons and video game stuff but i have like some music things i have some cultural things i have swords you know like i i feel like it it's me being able to express absolutely uh who i am as an individual not just so i can yeah. i can understand and it's that. not just expression it's also just kind of just compartmentalizing like your realizing like like the world is chaos i mean with all the stuff going on in the news and it's like like how much control do you really have right and mm-hmm. it's like uh I, th- I think of you've seen the dark knight right the with, right of course. like you know he like he was like, joker talks about schemers and like how things don't you know like people try to scheme and then look what happens right so it's kind of like exactly. that where like you can't control everything but you can choose how to react to things so like yeah right. getting your collection or like you know it's kind of like a check mark kind of thing like i have control in this space like here i am the all right you know the almighty or whatever so this is mine my domain that your the, your mm-hmm. castle right king of your castle so exact king in the castle so i think i think that's kind of like what uh when it comes to like these games have like collectathon things or like galleries is kind of like a sense of like let's here we can like scratch that part of your brain where you feel the need to like like oh cool i finished the game but now i have this checklist of things to kind of you know, get a little more for your dollar, get a little more out of the game. I think it's kind of like what trophies are and achievements are. It's like, oh, let me kind of yeah. checklist to make me feel like I've done something. Like, And the completionist in you is like, I gotta finish it. I gotta finish it. But for, for that, that doesn't work in this case for me because it's just, it's just such a monumental task. I'm like, nah, yeah. I got other things to play. So that's something that you could chip away throughout the course of the, consoles life life <laughs> yeah that thing, my life my whole life <laughs> my whole life <laughs> that's a little none of our business little little none of our business inside joke. uh inside jokes uh, <laughs> my whole life so yeah uh so yeah i'm almost done with that and i think after that i'm probably gonna move on i still haven't finished elder ring i've been telling myself i'm gonna finish that game I think I'm like two thirds of the way through. I just need to. Oh, okay. I just need to finish. I just need to just power sit through it. down and just confront that one. Just streamline yourself. Just take care of everything. Just realize that all the main objectives. Yeah, I think that game is just kind of intimidating because you're kind of like encouraged to not encouraged, but like it's expected that you're gonna be facing the same boss for a while until you like mm-hmm. nail down every like aspect of it or memorize the patterns and. I'm just like, uh, I don't know if I want to do that. But I love I love the game a lot. It's a really fun game. It's really dope. So I want to power through it because I just want to finish it. Uh, Joe, we have reached the final segment of our show today. It's time yeah. to name that game. Woo! It's kind of... A jingle that you came up with for the show. Hey, so I appreciate yes, that, I by the way. Of course, anytime, man, anytime. I'm here for. I'm. I'm a huge fan. Uh, huge fan of the podcast. Huge, huge. Listen to every episode. So j- to the j- final second. <laughs> I have a curiosity, Joe, because I know you probably listened to the last two episodes. How many have, did you get right each time we I did it with with Johnny? 
Uh, let's see. Last week's, I think I got five out of six. Okay, the same ones that Johnny uh, did. Yeah. Uh, no, I knew. Oh, maybe I got six out of six because I knew Snake Eater. Ooh. I for sure knew Snake Eater. Uh, as soon as you said, I was like, "That's Snake Eater." Come that's on. That's the longest like, one that took Johnny. He was like, "Uh, yeah, he, yeah." He was, he was thinking way too hard about it. I think he got a little too yeah, in his head. Yeah. And I think that's. And then, and I think the the one before that, I might have gotten four out of five. Maybe I can't. I can't recall. Okay, so for this week, I have six questions for you because I was like, I was like, I gave Johnny right. six. It'd only be fair if I gave Joe six. <laughs> Otherwise, like, <sighs> it wouldn't be fair, like ratio wise or whatever. So. <laughs> Hopefully, I can live up, up to expectations here. I kind of uh, well, I don't know. I don't know if anybody expects anything from me, so I don't even. <laughs> I expect out of you more or less what I expect out of Johnny. Let's just let's just all right because <laughs> I did kind of like I I I mean. I put kind of general knowledge stuff, but I, there's some stuff that is clearly going to be catered to you just because, like, right. not stuff you played recently, but just stuff that I know you must have played at some point just because of who you are. Awesome. So This is great. You ready, <laughs> And also, like, I gave yeah. Johnny the option. You do have the option, if you need to, for a one-time, eliminate half the answers. Okay. okay? Well, the wrong um, answers, at least. All right. I got you. All right, Joe, if you're ready. Number one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you do the question. Maybe give it a little bit of time so we can let the listeners try to okay. give it Johnny a shot. Said, then, yeah, and Johnny then did that for one of them. That's fair. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He, he kept did. answering yeah. them before I would finish, and I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, Joe. Releasing in 1990, the year that I was born, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game was a huge success, and this developer's highest grossing arcade game. Who is that developer? Is it A, Capcom, B, Konami, C, Taito, D, Namco. I'm gonna have to make you make a, a jingle for like okay. <laughs> for waiting music or something. Some lobby, some lobby okay. waiting music. I can do that. I can do that. Okay, the answer is Konami. That is correct. That's right. Konami mm-hmm. got the license to make the game, which was extremely yes, successful. Uh, I believe it came out. Yeah, it came out in 1990, but also it got a boost a couple of years later with, the, I think, the first movie. Kind of also boosted it a little bit. Yeah. Because it came yeah. out before the movies did. And so that kind of mm-hmm. helped it kind of stay in the public's consciousness a little bit longer when the movies came out. I always remember, like, the uh, like when you went to, to play the game, like, at, at an arcade, mm-hmm. the, the logo on the actual machine itself, on the cabinet, it like, because they had, like, that hyper-realistic... Like for almost photographs, okay. Superimposed, like they were live action people, right? I don't like, know the, like the Mortal, that. like the Mortal Kombat arcade cabinets, right? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. So Where you see that Quan Chi looks like freaking Uncle Fester on there, kind of. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> I got you. That's great. Yeah, what was the last time you were to an arcade by any, by any chance? Eh, it's been a while. They've been dying off for a while. Yeah, they have. They have. Ah. It's not the same. That's why I huge shout out to to um Retro Arcade in Pasadena because they're still holding it down. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Number two, Joe. Mega Man's name in Japan is supposed to be a pun. What is that name? Is it A, Iron Man, B, Metal Man, C, Rock Man, D, Roll Man? And then, you know, the <laughs> Go ahead and hum your own theme, Joe. Hum, hum your own theme. The answer is Rockman. 
That is correct. Rockman is correct. Yeah. It goes with this with his side friend uh Roll, right? Rock and Roll. Roll. That's the exactly. dog's name Rush after the rock band Rush. It's about it's a whole music uh kind of like yeah. thing they got going like on. Like you like you remember I think the X series, right? Had had a bass and treble. Yeah, bass is like he has like yeah. the weird like fin ear things, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I do remember exactly. that. I only remember that because I played a Game Boy Advance game literally called Mega Man and Bass. That's how I remember that. Mm. Oh, nice. I didn't play... Uh, I I think I tried playing the X games and those are just too they're too hard for me. Too hard. <laughs> they're great. I love them. Uh, there's one... I remember there's one where you can like... I think Dr. Light looks like Ryu for some reason. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where like you, you talk to like this hologram but like if you trigger... Oh, yeah. And then you get like a Hadouken kind of buster like thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that's one of the... That's one of the upgrades you find yeah. is the Hadouken. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really funny. My, my best friend showed me that one like about a month ago. Yeah, that's actually Mega Man X, I think, the yeah. first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, my cousin, my best friend, not my cousin, my best friend showed me like a month ago because it was like, it was just some random game we were playing. He's like, oh, like you want to see like a Street Fighter reference? I'm like, oh, sure. So mm-hmm. he triggered it. I mean, they're both Capcom games. Right, so right. It right. Makes sense. But it's just funny kind of seeing Dr. Light with like the headband. He has like Ryu's headband mm-hmm. kind of thing. Number three, Joe. All of these mutants are playable in Marvel vs. Capcom 2, except for who? A. Cable. B. Colossus. C. Phoenix. Or D. Psylocke. <laughs> Would you like me to say it again? Or? No, I got it. The answer is Phoenix. That is correct. Phoenix Phoenix doesn't appear until Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Very good, Joe. That's right. That's right. I thought this one might have stumped you just because I thought maybe you would have mixed two and three in your head. I was hoping Not that was gonna me, happen, baby. but it didn't it didn't work. Not me, <laughs> Only because the difference between two and three, like the graphic graphics wise. Because right, right. one is like cell shaded, right? More akin to cell shading. Uh, it's it looks more like hand drawn, kind of like a comic style kind of. Oh, no, yeah. Cell Shaded is three. Yeah, you're right. Three is like Cell Shaded. Yeah, so three is Cell Shaded, and then two is more comic book, old 2D. Almost like this like parchment kind of like yeah, like old yeah. art hand, hand drawn. Yeah. yeah. I, I love two's aesthetic. I love that. I love that look. Have you ever seen the like best. like some of the uh, like the Japanese? Because I noticed this Japanese games and American games like Japanese always have better covers. Like all their covers mm-hmm. look so much better. Absolutely. And like Way the cover, I think it's the Dreamcast very version of Marvel's Capcom Two. It has like this really dope kind of like aged parchment look with all the characters like around mm-hmm. the center. I'm like, oh, like why didn't they do that for the Western release? It looks so cool. <laughs> We don't deserve it. <laughs> uh, it's always like the JRPGs always look so much cooler, and it's like for here, like they kind of just like there's like this fame, there's like this funny meme of like there's Kirby in Jap in Japan, and he's like his normal Kirby, and it's the exact mm. same cover for the American release, but except now they made like his eyes angry, <laughs> and it's like oh like yeah like oh aggressive Kirby, like that's how we market it to the West, like he's mad now, like he's mad now, and he means business. Yeah, it's like oh no cutesy <laughs> stuff, like that's not gonna work. We gotta we gotta you know uh, toughen him up. With the header, this is gonna suck. <laughs> 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 all right Joe. let's see if you remember this one and it's funny because we talked about it too so in the 2013 game the last of us the world is taken over by a cordyceps outbreak that turns humans into shambling parasitic zombies in the real world which creatures do cordyceps actually have this effect on is it a pigeons b 
worms, C, lizards, or D, ants? So the thing that happens to the humans in the game yeah, actually happens yeah. in real life, but only to a certain group of creatures. Um, we go, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna we got say him. we got him. Uh, you can always eliminate half the false answers if you want. Uh, I'm gonna say. Hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say ants. That is correct. It is ants. Ants. Yeah, baby. The funny thing is actually not just ants. It's just it's actually like arthropods in general. So yeah, like, arthropods. So wasps, even I think certain yeah wasps scorpions and like certain mm-hmm. creatures can uh be infected by cordyceps. And basically, yep. what it does is for some bugs, I think it almost takes over like their brain and it makes them yeah. climb the tallest thing they can so that that the that the spores can like scatter. It's weird. Exactly. It's weird how like that's an actual thing designed to like let me it let me is. hijack your body to make myself like basically breed better. It's weird how that's why I always kind of like that that element of The Last of Us. It's like this we've seen it in nature. Mm-hmm. So it could potentially happen to even us. It does cuz like there's viruses and but stuff. But parasites and yeah, viruses things that jump parasites. species all the time. Like just think mm-hmm. of like uh the swine flu, like that jumped swine flu. Yep. I'm not sure if monkeypox did maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, there's stuff in nature that just jumps, yeah. mutates and stuff, so it's crazy. Nice. You're for, you're 5 for 5, Joe. I'm impressed. You're 5 for 5 so far. <laughs> Last one, sir. The Kingdom Hearts franchise is well known and beloved by gamers around the world. Created as a collaboration between Disney and Square Enix, many worlds based off of Disney IP are featured throughout the franchise. Which of these Disney properties does not have a level or world based on them? Is it A, Tron, B, Brave, C, Frozen, or D, Cinderella? Brave. That is correct. That's a perfect six for six, Joe. I really thought that was gonna be the hardest one for you. I really thought not at all. I was like, Joe, like I don't know if Joe's played Kingdom Hearts three. Like this might trip him up. This might trip him up. I've absolutely played Kingdom Hearts three. All right, there you go. And I was like, I was like, maybe he doesn't remember Tron. Like, there's a chance he might not remember Tron. But oh, I, that was one of my favorite stages. The one and two or Birth by Sleep. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, um, not uh, the one. The one and two, the, or the in, one and three, whatever it's called, the Dream Drop Distance. Because it shows up twice. Two. Oh, okay. In two. Yeah. You should play the one, one and three distance if you haven't, because that's the Tron Legacy one. Oh, nice. So it has uh, okay. Olivia Wilde's character and uh, you got oh, Rinsler. Okay. You got Rinsler in there too. Nice. It's really cool. Yeah. Then uh, yeah, I gotta play. It. I have it. I just it's one of those you know you I, I just buy stuff and I never get I to get play it. it. I get it. I, I have so <laughs> many games that are still like wrapped in plastic still. So. I guess that's why this damn PlayStation Premium is killing me. I have too many like subscriptions. Now, yeah, 
with Game yeah, Pass. I've added so much now. Game Pass and then like the games you get free every month. And then with that, it's just like, like I need to cut it back because there's just no way. There's just no way. <laughs> so, Joe, thank you so much for playing. You were absolutely awesome. You did a fantastic job, sir. Did not even need any help. So, if I have you on again, I'm definitely gonna increase the difficulty next time. Up that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. throw in some more, uh, some more uh, trick questions in there. Uh, so yeah, thanks again, and thank you again also for the little melody that you can't hear it, but I will add it in post. So, <laughs> thanks you, Johnny. I'm not Johnny. Of course, Joe. I'm sorry. We'll start with Jay in my head. Jeez, Joe. We have reached the end of our show. Do you have any last hey. things you want to say before we call it a night and let you get some rest? Um, you know, first and foremost, thank you for inviting me. Uh, of course. It's, I, I wasn't sure that I'd be able to do it, but we were able to finish up earlier Joe, than, than anticipated. Yep. I asked you five questions. I forgot one. Oh, I just okay, realized I was looking good. at it. I was like, wait a minute. I didn't ask that question. Yeah, okay. Certainly, that's <laughs> five out of five. Going. One last one, Joe. Last one. <laughs> Sorry, guys. False alarm. In the first generation of Pokemon games, there are 151 different creatures to obtain. Between Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow versions... All are obtainable within the game except for one. They can only gain, be gained through a glitch or given out at special Nintendo events. Who is that Pokemon? Is it A, Mew, B, Mewtwo, C, Dragonite, or D, Ditto? Um, if my memory serves me right, you always eliminate the wrong answers. Two of them. Uh, no, I'd rather not. <laughs> I'm either gonna get it or not. I don't want to. I don't want to make it easier. Um. I'm going to say it's Mew. That's correct. It is Mew. Bam. Bam, bam, bam. It is Mew. That's right. The only one that you cannot gain naturally in the game through any of them, you have to go. Like, I know you, I know you know this. It's a little connection situation. I, like you have, to, I know you know this because I think you did have Mew. And I remember when we yeah, were younger, I had you Mew. got it through either through a friend or through some other means. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was my friend bet. And I would play together. Um, and, uh, that was our thing because he had blue and I had red. So we would cross as much as possible make sure that we were collecting him. And I think we did do a Mew, the Mew glitch where you have to like, I, f- I forget what it is. It's a really um, weird, we like, specific it. thing. It's like, you have to like, kind of like freeze the game in a way. It's kind of weird. Yeah. 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 And you also had and yellow. I remember you had yellow. Next also. time you loaded. Yeah. I did have yellow as well. I remember that. Great. Great. I mean, po- Pokemon was a game changer when it first came out. Now it's like, now it's just Pokemon. Yeah, now it's just Pokemon. <laughs> I mean, it's still. I mean, it's still huge. It's yeah. still huge. The number but, one um, uh, highest uh, selling uh, franchise of all time, just in merch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I think number two is like Hello Kitty, like right behind it. That's crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> it's awesome. So. Well, there we go. Six out of six, now it's baby. A perfect six out of six. It was. It was. Right, it was supposed to be right after the Marvel vs. Capcom question, <laughs> but before The Last of Us. So that's where. Uh, I okay. think I, for some reason, my eyes just settled on the fifth question. But 
All right, Joe. So thank you. Okay, now for reals this time. Is there any last words you have? <laughs> um, you already thanked thanked me for being on. Thank I uh, thank you for. Uh, I'm sorry I missed Johnny, but I hope I was a great substitute. As always, always. Uh, thank you. Uh, just putting out my my podcast out there. Uh, right now we're on a break, but we will be starting season eight. Um, 175 episodes strong. The None of Our Business podcast. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, on Twitter. Um, you can find us on Facebook, uh, or any any streaming platforms that you use. Spotify, Apple. Um, uh, what's the other one? Oh, we're on Audible, I believe. It's um, not the. It's not. Is that the the book, the audiobook one? That is, oh, yeah. That podcast, I, didn't we're know on, that. I, I believe we're on there as well. Uh, we're on we're any any streaming platforms that that you have. Podbean, you out. Podbean, um, none of our business. We're on Twitter as the new pod, um, but yeah, check us out when you get an opportunity. If you guys like just pop culture and just raunchiness. And you know, there's some insight every now and then, but uh, we just we just have fun. We just have fun. We like to have fun and 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 shit the shoot. You know. I was just thinking of like on your last episode you just did, where like you guys were doing the like all those sound effects at the end, and then Phil was like, "I don't remember any of this. <laughs> I don't know what this is." It's been a long time. It's been a long time since he's been on. Yeah, that was a great episode because our, the season finale of our of our last season. Um, we actually brought two of our old hosts back. Um, one who is on the fence about coming back, but the other one, he was one who of the original Who you clearly hosts. are trying to trick back in. <laughs> I know. I really <laughs> am. I really am. Uh, he belongs with us. But yeah, if you guys get an opportunity to check out my podcast, awesome. They're really fun. It's a really um, fun podcast. I, I yeah, literally listen I'm, to it every single week. Except, of course, you know when you guys are on hiatus. When we're on hiatus, yeah. It's just funny because I think the first time I had you on, you guys were also on hiatus. Which yeah, yeah. So you know you can catch me right in between seasons. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah, but thanks a lot, guys. Really appreciate it. Hope, uh, hope I did a good job for you guys. Awesome, Joe. You were awesome. You were. I mean, it took us a while to get set up, and once we got there, like the payoff was worth it. So awesome. So thanks for stopping by, Joe. I appreciate it. If, uh, All right, but you guys have any questions? Oh, I forgot to bring it up again. Oh, okay, it's fine because it's meant for Johnny, anyways. It was like last episode. I also I forgot we had like one email. And I forgot to read. Oh, it. nice! But it does include Johnny, and also, so I'm just gonna say it for next time I see Johnny. Because hey, I can't so wait. There we go. Can't so uh, you can reach us at DuoSense Podcast at Yahoo.com. Uh, I've said that so many times, but you know, there's also the Twitter one, uh, DuoSense P, because I couldn't fit the whole thing in there somehow. <laughs> see if Johnny was here, he would have said that's what she said. But anyway. <laughs> All right, that's it for us tonight. Thank you guys. We made it this far. We always appreciate your listenership, and we'll see you next week. Good night. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs>